0: Hey, friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action On the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40, where we help women like you rethink your priorities to create a life you love in this stage of life. So what's a girl to do to put her own mask on first, to find true health on a cellular level so she can continue to serve others? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first as one of my favorite listeners. I want to offer you a gift. It's my new daily priorities planner. This reusable planner will get you thinking about your priorities in seven key areas before your day gets away from you and follow through on what matters most to you. Finally, sound amazing. And that's not all. I've got something else for you too. go grab yours at lissafiggins.com forward slash daily plan, or just click the link in the show notes and be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now let's rethink your true health. So Today, I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Sarah. Sarah Pagel is a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and she empowers others who have lost their health and vitality by teaching them the greatest method of self-care, and that is to put your mask on first, and I can't wait to get into that conversation. What Sarah does is she combines data as well as your experience to help identify what might be some hidden stressors in your life, and to find those healing opportunities so that you can create a plan that's going to catapult you to uh, optimal health. So Sarah, thank you so much for being with us today. Tell us a little bit more about you, how you got to, you know, what you're doing uh, with others and stress and, uh, you know, just so we can get to know you and your journey.
1: Yeah, well, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to continue the conversation and, um, you know, share my story and share a little bit more about um, you know, who I am and how I got to where I am. Um, I'm not quite 40, but I'm almost there.
0: <laughs> hey, I always say start early because don't wait till 40 to think about these things, right? right. So you're on, you're on the right place.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> my journey to getting to where I am now as an FDN practitioner is kind of interesting. Um, I started my career as a, uh, therapist, actually. And mm-hmm. so I started, I graduated with my master's in 2008 and I, um, couldn't find a job. It was the height of the recession. And so, um, you know, I did the thing, right. I was told, go to school, get your education mm-hmm. and then get a job and have the way, you know, like uh, I did the thing, right. Well, right, I did the yes. and came out of school with $140,000 in school debt and like, it just was, and couldn't find a job and so wow. I ended up finding, yeah it was wild um I so I graduated in 2008 got married in 2008 so it was another banner year in my life um and I got a job as a therapist in northern Kentucky I live in Cincinnati I'm from Wisconsin though which is super fun um and right I, about
0: the stressors, you just graduated from college you had a whole bunch of school debt you got married you moved you started a new job I'm just yeah. listing the stressors here right
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, um, I did that for, um, about four and a half years and then I actually got laid off because I wasn't able, they weren't able to bill for me. And Mm. so, um, I then moved into, I was laid off for six months, which was great for me. I was able to decompress and, um, uh, like repair from the burnout that I had been in. And, um, then I found my job at probation. So I was a juvenile probation officer for the county that I live in. I worked in a specialized team where I only worked with the kids who had been removed from the community and put into these residential facilities. And so from there, um, I did that for about five years and then, um, I wasn't going to get promoted there. I kind of had reached my max growth level there. Um, and so I ended up transitioning over to our county dispatch as a nine one one dispatcher, and that was great for me. I love. Well, it had highs and lows, but I loved the experience. I loved working um, on the front lines. I am truly a first responder, and so like that's my core. That's my heart space. Mm. And so, um, so that um was unfortunately a really toxic environment for me. And so in twenty twenty. Um, I like to tell people I detoxed my external life. Um yes. and so I had been on this health journey concurrent with my career space. And I gotten really sick in 2016. My body really broke. Um, I was in adrenal exhaustion, my gut was so broken. Um, like I had diarrhea for six weeks, and I just like everything I ate seemed to react poorly in my body. I was dehydrated and I was not getting nutrition. I wasn't absorbing my nutrition, even though I was eating really well. And prior to that, I had been working out five to six days a week and lifting and like doing all this stuff and thinking that I was being really healthy and my body was just so broken. And so I, um, so along with my, like, this is all happening while my I'm shifting in my career path. And then, um, in 2016, I started working with a functional practitioner and started to really unpack some of the health stuff that was going on and identifying healing opportunities. And, um, in 2020, um, my husband of, uh, we had been together for 15 years, um, left. And so I ended up getting divorced in 2020 and I also quit my job in 2020. (laughs) So like, I just kind of like detoxed all of these like toxic external relationships that I had. I had a toxic relationship with the job that I was at. I had a toxic relationship. It ended up being toxic, um, at the end, especially, um, with my now ex and, um, and so I really had to readjust and I had to um, do what was right for me. And I, I'm kind of a one and done gal. So I really was, the divorce was very traumatizing. I didn't expect it. I didn't, um, I didn't necessarily want it. Um, and yet it is what it was, you know, so it was, it happened and it is what it is. So, um, so yeah, so that's, I ended up finding FDN in 2020. Um, my functional practitioner, he and I had um, throughout the years, I kind of off and on been working together as my health kind of Mm. journey progressed. And I was like, you know, how can I do this for people? You know, like, how can I share what I've learned and how, like how I've grown, and just really what I've learned about the body and health and what actual true health means um how can i share that with people and he pointed me in the direction of fdn and fdn is an amazing certification program that allows me to run functional labs and so all the functional labs that i was doing i can now run so i don't need anybody else to run them for me i can do them myself so and now i'm i've started my practice i started my practice in 2021 and i'm doing really well and really focusing in and dialing in on the programs that I offer and my clinical skills. And, um, yeah, and I'm happy, like, wow. Right? I'm really, I I never, I didn't quite understand what happiness was until I got rid of the toxic things and really just like stood in my own space and really took ownership of it. So
0: that's,
1: the, that's, that's the long and short of my story. <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah. And I'm sure there's so many other, you know, little pieces of that in there. And yeah, I love that although you came through so many difficult things, health-wise, relationship-wise, career-wise, all those things that you are living repurposed, you've taken those experiences, mm-hmm. you've taken those situations, even though many of them were toxic and were not great for you at the time, and you've mm-hmm. repurposed them. And that's what we talk about in this, on this podcast is, you know, when we kind of get to this around 40, I think a lot of times there's a shift for some people it starts, you know, in their thirties. And it sounds like that started a little bit earlier than 40 for you, but you know, kind of that moment in your life when you wake up and you just kind of go, who am I and where am I going? And what is this all about? And am I really healthy? And Am I really happy? Those are the questions I was asking when I turned 40 Mm -hmm. and, you know, and then we start, you know, rethinking our priorities and then doing things differently, maybe pursuing different relationships or different careers or different You know different things that are going to help us to truly live our best. um, You know in the stage of life. So I want to go back to something because I was I used to be an educator. So the teacher in me likes to pop out a lot. And you were talking about um, you didn't know what 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 real true health was before. Mm -hmm. So can we go back and define that term? Like if you know if if I were to ask you, you know let's kind of put together a a working definition of what what would you say that health health is?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I have since learned that health really, for me, my definition um, really is down, down to the cellular level. It's not, I mean, there's a health, there's physical health, there's emotional health, there's spiritual health. Um, You know, we're, we're a whole person. And I think that's one of the things that really strikes me about functional or holistic um, health care is that it really kind of takes the time Ah. to how everything is really interconnected. So mind and body connection, you know, is really important. And there's a lot of things that happen in life that tear at that mind body connection. And so for me, health has really been about reconnecting my mind and my body and tuning into my body and listening, Mm -hmm. understanding what my body is telling me, Um, and then knowing, being educated enough on how to respond accordingly, to respond in a way that really um, supports my vital functions. Um, And I think health, like physical health, I really think is down to the cellular level, down to your Mm -hmm. DNA. Like, are you, uh, is your DNA replicating the way it's supposed to? Are your cells replicating and cleaning house the way that they're supposed to? Are you like, are your hormones functioning properly? Are they Or is, are they, is your thyroid, the canary in the coal mine, as I like to call it, Um, you know, uh, especially when you hit, you know, post 40 and you're looking at menopause, post menopausal state, you know, what does that look like? How do you transition into that in a healthy way and in a way that still allows you to be vibrant and um, like who you really are, your, your true self. Um, And so, so yeah, I think health is a very holistic term. To mm-hmm. me, it's it really is. You know, I'm I've been in counseling off and off off and on for years. Um, especially with the divorce last year and mm-hmm. um, uh, leaving my job and trying to figure out, you know, what was the next right thing for me. You know, counseling was a, a huge part of that. I have a team of people that I ha- that I have paid thousands upon thousands of dollars. To... That is worth the
0: investment, right? It is. Because if it you're is. going like you are, it only has the compound effect in a negative way. And what I find very interesting is that when you were sharing your story earlier, mm-hmm. you mentioned that you were doing all the healthy things on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, the working out, the eating healthy, the, you know, yeah. but yet your body still wasn't healthy. And I think yes. that can be something that a trap that we as women can fall into because mm-hmm. we think that, oh, if I do these things, then I will be healthy And that was part of my story when I was in my, when I was in my thirties, I thought that I was healthy and then I had a cancer scare. And so that really woke me up and I started asking the question of, am I really healthy and what is health and what does this look like? And, you know, and so, yes, as you start educating yourself, then it starts, you know, leading to, oh, okay, well, maybe this would be a better choice for me, or this is something I haven't considered, you know, incorporating. And so, you know, kind of putting that together. And I like how you bring it all together because the mind, the body, you know, our, our heart, like all of it. Uh, works together and the body will tell us when something is off.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. It will
0: start showing yeah, those signs. So I know that one of the things that you focus on is stress. So let's talk a little bit about stress uh, because I, I don't know, let's maybe start with what are some of the some of the things that you see that are the typical causers of stress. I mean right now we're we're still quote unquote in the midst of who knows whatever that's you know pandemic thing is going on. So we've got that, but then we just have life stress and Whatever. So what are some of the typical stressors that you see as you're working with clients? Yeah, I think the
1: thing that I see and hear the most is um probably gut health. Um mm-hmm. and it really is impact the impact of chronic stress, right? And so when we have a stressor that happens, whether it's internal or external, if that's our bodies are designed to handle stress, like we are designed to do it. Our bodies respond appropriately. Um, our so a stressor happens, like, let's say we get cut off on the road and we get scared, right. Because, um, we could potentially get into an accident Well, our body goes through this crazy, awesome process that releases cortisol and, um, and puts our body into fight or flight mode, which is exactly what we need. Right. So it takes a little bit about our stress response process. So when that happens, when cortisol is released, um, our blood pressure increases because we need, um, oxygen delivered to, um, all of our bodies. So if we need to run away, we can run away kind of a thing. Um, we decrease our, our body decreases insulin production because glucose is the counter to insulin, right? That's a balance. Mm -hmm. And so We and releases glucose into the bloodstream so that we have extra energy to run away, right? Because the crazy thing about our stress response is that our body responds the same way to a car cutting us off as it would if a lion was chasing us. So our body doesn't, our brain doesn't know the difference. It just responds the same way, which is really kind of cool in some ways. And so our bodies are designed to manage that acute stress incident. So something happens, we come up and then there's, there needs to be a resolution to that stressor. So, you know, in the sense of the car getting, cutting us off, well, the car continues moving forward. No accidents have occurred. We're safe. We're fine. And then we start coming down, right? The stressor has been resolved and that's, our bodies are designed to respond in that way, so we have a stress over here. We come up, we have this acute sense of stress, or something happens, and then that stress becomes resolved, and then we come back down to what's called homeostasis, where our body is like in its baseline, right? Right. And so right. cortisol kicks off, DHEA production kicks on to help promote healing in the body. The problem is when we live in a chronically stressed state. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't ever really come back to homeostasis. And when you're in chronic stress, like think about like, you can't run forever, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Like you couldn't run from a lion forever. Like you have to evaluate, you have to come up with a different solution or the lion's going to eat you and you're going to die kind of a thing. Like, and so our bodies kind of respond the same way. Stress creates damage. And when you're under chronic Mm -hmm. stress, when that stress is not resolved, and you're in that stress space for mo- consecutive years or you know consecutive moments. <clears throat> that damage accumulates and then cascades, and then that's what creates things like I think it's seventy to eighty percent of doctor visits are chronic stress related, and wow. so it's it labeled as these chronic diseases. But when you kind of peel back the layers of it, it really is very stress related, yeah. and so there's hidden internal stressors and then there's external stressors, right? The car cutting you off is an external stressor. Well, what about you know that bad food that you ate that now introduces this bacteria into your body that is overgrowing in your gut and then causes damage to your gut lining and oh, now your gut's leaking because you didn't necessarily know you had this hidden stressor inside. And now that bacteria is getting into your bloodstream and where does your blood go? Everywhere, right? right? Right. And so now you have these invaders in your body that are moving all over your body, crossing your blood-brain barrier, creating things like fatigue and um high blood pressure and you know just I mean that the list goes on. Um you know, skin issues, allergies, all of that can be tied back to chronic stressors, particularly in the gut. And so I typically almost always hear coming back to your, your question. Um, I hear a lot of chronic gut issues that, um, manifest in different ways.
0: So, And as I'm listening to you and I'm thinking from the mindset of our listeners who are in this stage of life where, you know, they may still have some kids at home, some leaving the nest, then they've got parents who are aging. So those are stressful things. They may have a career or a business that they're working on or trying to get out of or trying to get back into. So that can be a stress. They've got, you know, a marriage that, you know, we've been together for a while, but, you know, there's still a lot of stresses that come up. You've got financial stress. You've got health issues. You have COVID stuff that's going on. You've got, you know, your friend now has something happen in her life and, you know, it just seems like, like you said, we never get a break on the external, right? Because we keep ourselves at this pace. And for many people, we're doers, right? We're always just going from putting out one fire to the next and going, going, going. And I like to say, sometimes it's like a three ring juggling circus, you know, like, we're just trying to keep all the balls in the air and not drop a ball and not drop us. But I think what you're hitting on is very, you can only juggle those balls for so long before right. you are the one that's going to come crashing down. And then what happens to all those balls you were trying to keep in the air, they all come, keep, come crashing down, right? Yes. Yes. And as women, what do we do? We serve everybody else and we're like, I'm good. And I'm, you know, and I think we just keep piling it on. Do you see that particularly with women? Hey, friend. Just want to push pause to say, I see you. You give too much attention to some things, but not enough to others. You run around busy doing all the things, but don't see the results you want. You put yourself on the back burner and survive instead of flourish. So may I ask you a question? Is that how you want to live? Or do you want to create more balance, growth, and impact in this stage of life? If so, I want to invite you to join my repurposed inner circle. You'll start by using my number one tool to design your life, set goals in the seven key areas and take daily action. Then inside the group, you'll get coaching to become more balanced resources to experience more growth and lots of inspiration and accountability to create more impact and live it out one day at a time. Not to mention a great community of amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. head over to lissafiggins.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and join. Now back to our conversation
1: with helpers. I don't, Uh-oh, I, yes. I, mean, yes, I see that with women. Um, and I think more often our culture labels women, the helpers. And so, um, I think there's a cultural norm. Um, mm-hmm. and in my work, when I have, you know, all these conversations with police officers and firefighters and dispatchers, um, now granted a lot of dispatchers are female. Um, but really, I see it with all helpers that mm-hmm. um, it's a lot easier to help you and to focus on you than to 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 take a mirror and really look at myself. Yes. Um, and that I think. That takes a different kind of bravery, a different mm-hmm. kind of courage to like to to take a pause, to take, practice the pause and just be like, OK this is what's actually happening in my space right now right. and you know that cuz you really do have to address some of those psychological emotional mental roadblocks that mm-hmm. you know probably are from a lifetime of um Lies or a lifetime of experience that has compounded and told you this is who you are, this is who you're supposed to be. When in reality, there's a part, there's dissonance inside because it isn't the truth of who you are and who you're supposed to be. Yeah. And I think people, it's a lot easier for some people to deny or to keep running, keep moving forward. Um, right. and because it, I love the Brene Brown quote um, about how like, this is hard or life is hard and you can do hard things. I love that. That has been something that I have really clung to because in the last couple, several years of my life, I've been having to go through some very hard things. Mm. And like, just that, that simple reminder, Oh, I can acknowledge that this is hard. Right. And I can still navigate. I can still go through it. I'm going to be okay. Like, oh, I can do this. Um, I think
0: we see that as a weakness, right. To acknowledge Mm -hmm. I, I have hard things and, Mm -hmm. and really that's a strength because if you keep just, if you keep trying to just do, 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 and and you're always serving others and, and helping and and taking the, the focus off of you, and in the meantime, you're neglecting the things that are going on in your body and in your life, then eventually you're not going to be able to serve and help the people around you. And, you know, I, I often find people specifically, I work with women, but I think we have this mentality of if I focus on me, that's selfish. Like there are other people to help. There are other people to serve. You know, I have first responders very close to me. And so I know what their mentality is like, That they will do anything and, you know, put all of their needs on the back burner in order to help that other person. And yes. for a time, just like with the stress, that's a good thing. Right. But oh, right. Over time, if if they're not, not not putting their mask on first, I love that illustration that you used, they're not going to be of use to anyone, which is why they tell us on the airplane, put your mask on first and then put it on the person next to you because an unoxygenated person is going to be of no use to the person sitting next to them, right? Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Totally. So definitely. let's
0: talk about some practical tips because we've already identified there's stress all around us, right? Yep. I mean, whether it's you know something you can see, whether it's things that are unknown on the inside, you know. So I like to get practical and kind of say if somebody's listening today and they're either saying, I am that stressed out girl, or yeah. I know somebody who is, or I don't want to be her one day and I'm afraid I'm headed down that path, right? But yeah. I don't want stress and all these other things. What are a few practical tips that you would give to that listener? That they can start thinking about or doing um to, to really identify that and get off that path.
1: Yeah, so some really I some things that I love to do that are free, right? Who doesn't love free? Right. Um deep breathing is a huge way to it's a practical, easy, free thing that you can do. Um, so oxygen is a vital component of our mitochondria production of ATP, and ATP is our energy. And so we need water, sh- glucose, and oxygen in order to create energy. And then there's a whole like like that's the fuel, right, for our energy. And then there's a whole bunch of vitamins and minerals that act as kind of the oil for the car, um, so to speak. So you got the gas and the oil. And so oxygen is a it's a major component of our energy production. And so um deep breathing four 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 is a great method um the breathe in deep breath for four seconds hold for four seconds release for four seconds
0: mm-hmm. um
1: some people get up to like seven 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 there's you know whatever whatever draws attention back to your breathing and like because mm-hmm. when you do that it's almost a forced meditation when you focus yes. on your breathing because it breathing you is in yes it does it's very grounding. Um, and so definitely I think breathing in um is a huge easy, simple thing to do. Um and it also um kicks us out of when we breathe and we kind of settle, it kicks our body kind of out of that sympathetic action and that fight or flight mode and puts us back right. into closer to that, it promotes us going back into homeostasis. And so breathing, it's crazy, but it's natural and it's something you can do for free. Um <sighs> Yeah. And then, um, going for a walk is another great thing, you know, getting back into your body, um, turning off the technology and just being quiet, um, going for a walk and just moving, like how important it is to move. Um, so that's another easy free thing to do, like taking 20, 30 minutes, going outside, getting in the sunlight, even if it's cold, That's fine. Get in that sunshine. If you don't live in a place that has a lot of sun, that's fine. Like still go outside. Um, Mm -hmm. even if it's overcast, go outside, be outside, connect, put your feet on the ground and just really feel the, the energy flow of the earth come through your body. It's really powerful and it's free, right? I love that. I love that. No,
0: I, had a, I had a very stressful week because of a lot of things going on. And the other day it was been, you know, I was just like, I'm getting outside. I'm going for a walk, you know? So <laughs> and was, I woke up and it was drizzling. I was like, I don't care With the leash on the dog, we're going for a walk. Just felt so good. Yeah. To have that fresh air, be someplace else. And then I was like, okay, now let's go tackle the day and the things that are coming. Right. Love it. Yes. Love it.
1: Yes. Um, and then I think another thing that I would suggest too is, um, and our, this one's not free, obviously, but. Um, is really digging into what's happening in your health space. Um, Mm -hmm. health is a spectrum and healing is not linear. And Mm -hmm. so like wherever you are in that health spectrum, you know, taking a moment, looking in the mirror and saying, what is it that I need right now? What's happening in my mind, in my body? Um, and if it's a, if there's some mental health or some psychological stuff that you need to work through or something that just keeps coming up, you know, get in with a good counselor. And if you have any questions about good counselors, I have I have some amazing, great vetted counselors that I can recommend, um, especially for first responders. I have an incredible resource list for first responders. Um, whether you're in the Cincinnati local area or, or not, a lot of the people that I work with um, will do Zoom sessions as well. And they're specifically trained um, to work well with first responders and understand what it is that we do and, and the price that we right, pay. Yeah, yes,
0: yes. So, and you no, know, it's I like the fact that you said it's not free, but I like to say that it's worth the investment. Because yes. For every, uh, whatever time, money, energy, effort that you put into your wellness, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's mental, physical, spiritual, any of those ones that, you know, it it has a good return on investment because the cost of inaction I always say it will cost you more later, right? It will yes. by not doing something about it, by putting it off, by saying I can't afford that, by all of that, you know, down the road, what you're going to be dealing with is going to cost more time, more money, more energy, more emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think sometimes we just need to say this isn't this is a, needs to be a priority. And I'm going to invest what it will take now because I don't want to have to pay right what it will cost me down the road. Yes.
1: You know? I mean I lived, I lived that out in my own life. I first met my functional practitioner in 2011, but I hadn't hit a rock bottom yet. I hadn't hit, like, I still, um, was maintaining my weight. I was still like, could eat pretty much whatever I wanted without really feeling any kind of impact. I had some symptoms, but I was like, I've had this my whole life. Like I had acne my whole life. I, um, had kind of battled constipation my whole life. Like so that wasn't anything new, and it became such a norm that I didn't even really recognize it as a symptom.
0: Yeah, and so, I mean, that's the scary thing. We think this is just normal. This is just aging. This is just my body. And while there may be some things like that, the scary thing is usually by the time we see the um, the red signs, the flags on the outside, it's been going on on the inside for a really long time. Yes. It's just now you know, producing enough results that we're seeing on the outside. And that's should be that red flag of stop and let's get some help. Right.
1: Yes. And that, I mean, that is really key by the time symptoms show up, you can be really far removed from the root cause. And ultimately by the time symptoms really show up, you're already in metabolic chaos and it's going to take time, energy, and effort to, peel back those layers. Because by the time, like I started working with my functional practitioner, I was in some very real metabolic chaos. And at 30, I was told, listen, if we don't change your trajectory, you're going to end up with some kind of like cancer tumors or growths, like, like, because your DNA is being damaged right now. And I was like, so at 30, you know, I get this, get this kind of like feedback. And it was like a forced wake up call for me where it was like, Wait a minute, I just don't believe that my body um is supposed to be this way and it's been quite a journey and I talk about that in other spaces um and I'm very open about my journey but it's uh, to you can heal though I think is my bottom line.
0: Right. And, yes.
1: And don't wait. Like don't do what I did. Don't wait. Like I commend my clients um, for reaching out. And some of them are, you know, everybody's at kind of different parts of their journey, but they're like, I know that there's something not right. I know there's something off and I don't want to stay in this place. I don't want it to get worse. Like I want to have babies. I want to live my life. I want to have energy. I want to be able to go to the gym. I want to be able to, I want to live my life. Exactly. And-
0: yeah. And I'm thinking about grandkids and great grandkids and, you know, what I want that to look like. And I had two grandmas, one lived to 102, one lived to 98. So I figure if I split the difference, I'm going to 100. And so I want to make sure that I have, you know, the health and wellness and quality of life for that time to really be able to do the things that God's called me to do and to invest in the people and my family and, you know, clients and just Other people that come across my path and, you know, and not give in and then kind of be, you know, I can't, I can't do anything because of of my current state. So I, I love the fact that you commend the people that reach out to you. So Let's, let's kind of wrap things up. So if somebody's listening today and again, they're, they're in that place where they're like, I know this is me, or I don't want this to be me, or, you know, maybe they know a first responder. And so, you know, that they're thinking about that person and that the, the stress over and over time, how can they get in touch with you? What do you have to offer? Like, what would be a next step for somebody?
1: Yeah, I have kind of created some really cool, um, different programs to, for what I, to kind of connect with what I offer. Um, so depending on where you are in your health journey, if you're more like, Hey, I'm just kind of want to like peek over the corner of this. And I'm just a little curious about functional health or functional medicine, functional care. Um, like a great place to start is with the MRT food sensitivities. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the labs that I run. And that really directs nutrition. It really directs what, um, your food, um, should be for your body. So what I'm reactive to, you may not be reactive to, and what you're reactive to, I'm probably not reactive to. It's just very individualized, right? Like we are all unique. God created us to be our own individual person, and so um, our our chemistry and our biology is no different than that. Like it is very unique. So that's a great place to start. Um, and then if you're if you're like I'm ready, I want to run the 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 GI map. I want to know what's going on oh my gut. I got gut issues. If you've got brain fog, fatigues, your sleep is messed up. Um, allergies, histamine responses, your immune system is messy. Your hormones are off. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, if you're like, I know I'm not digesting properly. I see food in my poop, like, get, and you're ready to move forward. Um, I have three different coaching packages to kind of meet you where you are um, and get you get you really moving and grooving, as I like to say, in your health journey. And so all of that information is on my website. Um, I'm also in the process of um, potentially launching this gut group um, called Get Your Gut in Gear. Um, it will be a year-long process with open enrollment. So um, I'm working with a good friend of mine out in New York with that program. And then if you are a first responder, um, I have significant discounts on my programs. Um, and so you want to reach out to me. Um, you can do that through my website. I'm on Facebook at, um, obviously facebook.com slash thinlineconsulting.org, um, is my Facebook handle. And then, um, if you're just looking to learn more and you're curious this past month, Every single day of November, I released a post on stress. And so Mm -hmm. because stress is like this huge, ominous topic, right? It's such a big word that represents so much that it can be very overwhelming. And so I took the month of November and I just tried to break it down for, um, you know, like emotional stress, physical stress. What what does this mean? What does that mean? And so um, feel free to check out those posts. Um, And then my website is www.finlineconsulting.org. Okay. And you can contact me through there. Um, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and then on fa- I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. So
0: Fantastic. we'll put all those links down in the show notes. So if you're listening today and you want to take that little quick peek, you want to learn more about stress on those posts, or you are ready to make some changes and really look at your body, then I highly recommend reach out to Sarah. She's got such great. Uh, ways that she can help you with not only, you know, great coaching, but I love that you couple it with the data and really, yes. being able to you know, put those two things together and look at right where someone is right now. And that's one of the key things that, that I do with my clients. When we talk about life priorities, you know, if you don't know where you are right now, it's really hard. You know, if you're going to go on a trip, you have to put that your, you know, your phone is going to put that pin in of your current location mm-hmm. and then it will map a route to your destination. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the same is true of our life. The same, of of the same is true of all these things. We have to know where we are first. So that we can you know then create that plan to get to the health, the life, you know those things that we that we truly want. So um, I, I will go ahead and drop a link to um, to my free priorities audit where we do that. We look at where you are in seven yeah. key areas and and really talk about where do you want to be but you know we have to know where you are first and mm-hmm. what you know and then we can start creating a plan to get you from from here to there. So I love how you know so many things are overlapping here and you know mm-hmm. how long you do that's a difference in the lives of others. And that has a ripple effect, right? Because you help yeah. somebody healthy, you help them reduce that stress in the body and the mind in their life. And that has a ripple effect into their world. So mm-hmm. it is worth that investment. So thank you so much, Sarah, for being with us today. Thanks for, for having me. Your journey, your expertise. I, I love that you are repurposing, you know, the, the, the difficult things that you've gone through mm-hmm. to help other people and to give them hope uh, and to show them that there is a way to not always be underneath that chronic stress all the time. And yeah, we're going to make a great impact. So thanks so much for sharing. Thank you everyone for joining us today. Um, you know, and until next time, keep rethinking your priorities, whether it's around your health, your life, your business, your relationships, whatever it is, because you truly want to make sure that you're paying attention to where you are and, and moving towards where you want to be so that you are truly creating a life that you love. So until next time, we'll uh, keep rethinking those priorities and see you soon. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. While it's top of mind, be sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. And better yet, come join my repurposed inner circle for women after 40. You'll start by using my number one tool to design your life, set goals in the seven key areas, and take daily action. Then inside the group, Look get coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth, and lots of inspiration and accountability to create more impact and live it out one day at a time. Not to mention a great community of amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes to learn more. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would add value for others in this stage of life, please leave a review right here on this platform because that helps get it seen and heard by more women like you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lisa Figgins on any social platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.